0: It's time for this week's Uplift, three ordinary guys that want you to find the freedom that is available by knowing our Lord Jesus Christ. So sit back and enjoy Uplift, brought to you by the Fulcrum Center. Visit our site at thefulcrumcenter.org. Well, hey guys, something's not right. Uh, Yeah, a little odd. (laughs) Yeah, this is kind of weird. I feel like I'm on ESPN, you know how they stand around and they talk and... They just look really awkward, but they're standing and not sitting, you know. And I
1: Yes, guess. diagramming football plays. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
2: But you don't look awkward. I awkward. don't? No. I feel awkward. You See, feel like you really fit in right yeah. here.
1: You need a teleprompter, Phil. Yeah. You need, that's what they have. Yeah, you know, like right. John John Madden always had a teleprompter, but Phil could do it with a Bible. Like he could open up like the, you know. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he could open up one of the books that Paul, about Paul and he'd be circling words. and <laughs> yeah. Diagramming boom, things. yeah, boom, yeah.
0: <laughs> and then he jumps over to Peter.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'm Phil
0: awesome. Bliss, I'm Ian Thornton, and I'm Chad McLeish. And we are not where we normally are no. because we had a hardware failure, <laughs> um, our computer power supply went bad, so we had to improvise because this is our night to record. and.
2: Yeah, and the show will go on. It will, yeah. and
0: we've decided that it's just anything goes tonight. Yeah, yeah,
2: pretty much. It kind of started that way, right? So why yeah. not keep it rolling? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So,
0: yeah. Uh, what's the anything we're going to talk about? <laughs> <I'm just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I um, I do want to bring up something that I came across this today. I heard this a long time ago, and I came across it again today. And someone says that Numbers chapter five verses 11 through 31 shows that God approves of abortion. And I'm like, let me read that again. So I go in and I read it and I'm like, I don't see anything in here. Well, first of all, the word abortion's not in there. Okay. Then I said, okay, why would they say this? And I'm looking, I'm looking and I'm in the NASB, okay okay. And I can't find anything and I'm actually God's telling me what this really means and it's a really good thing for women, and I'm like, where are they getting this abortion? And then I look in the parallel Bible, you know, King James, New International, New Living Translation, NASB altogether. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, in the NIV, it uses the word miscarry. So if you don't know what it is, Numbers chapter 5, if a man decided that he was jealous of his wife, that he thought maybe she slept with somebody else, He'd take her to the priest. They would take her to the temple, and they would take some dust off the floor and mix it with um, part of the offering, which was basically, I think, water. Okay. And they would mix up this concoction. And, and the person actually said, see, they even give you the recipe for abortion. I'm like, okay, so I'm reading it. And, and then what it is is you take this oath that if you have cheated on your husband, your abdomen will swell and your thigh will swell and you'll be cursed. And you won't be able to have children okay but if you didn't then nothing will happen and so the lord reveals to me he goes this is a good thing men were trying to get rid of their wives and this was a test to show look she was faithful because nothing's gonna happen but in that case where it some that she was unfaithful god would make it happen
2: mm-hmm.
0: He would yeah. supernaturally swell up her abdomen, and that's how you would know. Yeah. But I would be willing to bet that almost 100% of the time, nothing ever happened. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway, mm. in the NIV, it says your abdomen will swell, and you'll miscarry. So they think that means that that's an abortion, because you're aborting the baby. It says nothing about any babies anywhere in there. Mm-hmm. So it's just another way that people take the Bible, and they use it for their own benefit, for their own desires, for their own belief system, their own worldview. Right. Yeah.
2: Yeah, to back up their own thinking. Yes. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. Right. And it just, you can't do that. And it shows the ignorance of some people when it comes to the Bible. And the only way, here's the thing that God gave me when I was driving down here. Traffic was heavy, super heavy. And my first thought was, I can't believe there's not more accidents because there was cars going this way and this way. And, you know, the 70-470 split. There's a guy going across to get on 70. Big truck is trying to get with his buddy and get behind his buddy. And I'm, I thought, God, why aren't there more accidents? You know what he said? You obey the law. Like, oh, we teach people how to drive. We make them obey the laws. And there's fewer accidents yeah. if they know what's going on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If people would read the Bible and know what's going on, right mm-hmm. there'd be fewer world views that say god approves of abortion because that's clearly not correct yeah but somebody yeah. came up with that probably took the niv and and said "Oh, ah, here and they put it out on the internet and everybody latched on it because like oh we got to find something we got abortion's got to be okay we got to find something and they latch onto it and they just spread it like wildfire mm. without reading the bible for themselves right
1: yeah well you know people who say that the Bible contradicts itself, they just need to seek the Lord more. you yeah. know, because it doesn't. No, it doesn't. On the surface, it might you, people could make the argument that it does, but if you got to understand the full context of what's being said, and we got to seek God because God will show us and walk us through from the Old Testament to the new that it doesn't contradict itself at all. Mm-mm. And, and you know, I've heard that argument a lot. And even when I was younger, I admit, I believed that. that I was like, well, it says this here, but it says that there. Mm-hmm. Well, that's being kind of superficial. Mm-hmm. When you really study and ask God to reveal to you what th- is said in there, it makes total sense. Absolutely. And, you know, the thing too is the the culture in that day we have to understand the culture that that was taking place in those situations and then we can ask god okay god this said this what was taking place in that culture at that moment but his word and what god's intent didn't change right culture changed but what you know yes Yes. and so guess what (laughs) That was yes. 2,000, whatever, 2,500 years ago. You know, we're talking Old Testament. Now look, mm-hmm. culture yeah. is constantly changing. Yeah, right. God's Word doesn't. But you got to seek Him to find the truth.
2: Exactly. Yeah, as, as you were talking, you, know, and you and you had mentioned context, yeah. which is super important. Right. Because, you know, my kids, if they were to pull sound bites of things that I said, Mm-hmm they would torch me. Yeah. Right. Right. Because they're just getting these bits and yes. pieces. Yeah. And it's like, you know what? You know, my, my dad's lost his mind and here's why. Mm-hmm. And they're because he Ugh. said this in this situation and then two weeks later he said this and then this. But they're all just sound bites mm-hmm. of who I am. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times that's what people do is they'll grab sound bites Mm -hmm. of god speaking out of context Mm -hmm. out of historical context and and all those different things and all of a sudden they're just like well it doesn't make any sense to me
0: Mm -hmm. yeah i was just reading something the other day it was first timothy second timothy i can't remember exact verse now but i read it and i read it again and i read it a third time and i realized all these years i thought it meant something but when you read it in the context Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and suddenly the he that he did this or he or they whatever it was i can't remember now when you pull it out of context it means one thing but when you put it back into okay you were talking about these people up here and now he and like oh that's these people back here now in context it means something completely different Mm -hmm. yeah so you got to be very careful Mm -hmm. with that
2: yeah you really do and you know it's it's something that you dedicate yourself to reading and understanding. It's not just finding, okay, well, I feel this way today, so I'm gonna find something that makes it, you know, I'm gonna work and look up this one word and I'm gonna look at all these different places where it is in the Bible and go, okay, well, that's what works for me. Yeah. No, you know, it's like, what is the Bible saying? in the totality of it. And, and you brought this up a couple of times, Phil, and I love it And you said, you know, when you get your Bible, you re, you rip out the pages between the Old Testament yeah, and the New yeah, Testament. Absolutely. Because it's the Bible. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. You yep. know, and it is, and, it, and we've talked about There's this There's no division. Mm-hmm. No, there isn't. And, and that same crimson thread that we've talked about this too, you know, they, that starts in Genesis of who Jesus is, runs all the way through Revelation. Yeah. And it's that consistency that we need to approach the Bible with and going, look, this all works together. And we're just going to read through and we're going to learn
0: yeah yeah
2: and not pick it apart and go oh well well, this flavor is good today what about this flavor tomorrow well
0: and part of it is knowing who god is you can't he's the one who gave us this and he is never changing he's existed forever he's never not existed okay so when you take yourself out of the equation and you say this is about god It really changes everything because when I'm putting myself into that, I'm going to find what I want. Mm, But when mm. I put God into that, I find God in that. Mm-hmm. yeah Which that's is the really point. important yeah right. exactly Which is the point. Yeah. but people don't understand that sometimes
1: it, and we have to take off those rose-colored glasses oh, yeah you know because we look at things through our own filters you know like we sometimes we approach and, and I used to do this all the time I would be selfish when I was reading the Bible and I'd want to read it my way mm-hmm. I'm looking for what I want to hear <laughs> I did that too. in this book and it's <laughs> like okay oh yeah he said it right there there it <laughs> is that's <laughs> that thing I want got it and it wasn't it wasn't in full context. Mm. But you know, the other thing too is okay, there was an old covenant and a new covenant. And you know, that's a thing. God didn't really change, but you know, it's just the way that that we interact with him. So uh when Jesus came on scene, it kind of changed the whole dynamic, okay? You know, and and we have the resurrection power, we have the Holy Spirit, we have the benefit of so much that the people in the old testament or under the old covenant yeah. they they didn't have like we do. So we are so blessed in so many ways with the way that God interacts with us today than the way that that you know, I mean we don't have to worry about a burning bush. You know, we got the Holy Spirit <laughs> in us. And that's right. an important thing that confuses a lot of people, you know, because you could read the Old Testament and say, well, you know, what's this burning bush and, you know, Sodom and Gomorrah and stuff. And it's like, well, we have the Holy Spirit in us. If we if we have accepted Jesus, we have the Holy Spirit in us. Game changer. Same God, but the way that he interacts with us, that changed when Jesus came on scene. Mm-hmm. So And a lot of people, and and a lot of people are confused by that. Oh,
0: yeah. Sure. Yeah, and and they get stuck in that old covenant mindset. Mm -hmm. Tripping myself here (laughs) with the wire. Um, They get stuck in that, that, especially that whole, um, I have to perform, I have to be at this level. And Jesus took care of all that, and he goes, it's a level playing field now. Come to me. I don't care who you are, what your name is, how old you are, come to me. You get the same thing that everybody else gets and yeah. he's told us that with that yes. one parable of the workers in the vineyard that's right yeah that no matter who came in the morning or came in the at 11 o'clock they still got the same wages
1: yeah. mm-hmm. yep. it's a
0: level playing field yeah that's amazing
1: mm-hmm. yep.
0: and that's the power of the holy spirit that he gave to us but we got to get past that old covenant mindset of well god's mad at me god isn't going to use me because i'm not quite there yet no, right. that's not the case. Right.
2: Yeah, I just read about Balaam and his donkey. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. I mean, you know, if the Lord's going to exactly. attention, he may have a donkey talk to you. Right. right. But it's, the point is just, you know, he will use whatever it is that he wants to use for his purposes. And we get to be a part of that. Absolutely. Right. You know, right. and so the, the, the further we submit, um, the further we surrender, the more we're opening ourselves up for God to use us in any situation, in any circumstance. Mm-hmm. The availability and dependability that we can offer to the Lord in our submission and surrender is priceless to Him.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's
0: Absolutely. Available. Yeah, it really is. Mm-hmm. It really is. Yeah. Well, I didn't mean to dominate the conversation with my topic. Do you guys have anything?
1: <laughs> Balaam and his donkey. Balaam. <laughs> Balaam's donkey. Right. So yeah, right. anything goes. Yeah. So anything goes. <laughs> So I've been. Next. Next. (laughs) So Phil has let me borrow a book. It's called Breaking the Bondage. Bondage Breaker. Bondage Breaker. Breaker. Okay. Great book. uh, And I'm learning a lot from it. And and I think, honestly, I think it would freak a lot of people out because Mm -hmm. I know a lot of Christians who don't want to think at all about the spiritual realm. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Well, I've got news for you anything goes anything goes (laughs) well this is uplifting very appropriate i've got i know a lot of christians i have friends who just they don't want to ever think about anything as far as you know the enemy that we deal with and spiritual warfare and all that sort Mm -hmm. of thing we have we've talked about this you have it whether you realize it or not it's you know yeah you could just have a bad day but there's also a lot of spiritual interference out there. Hmm. there. There's a lot of stuff taking place in the spiritual atmosphere. So as Christians, I mean, it's full in this book.
2: Yes. I mm-hmm. mean,
1: it's, it's just all over the place in this book and it's talked about everywhere throughout. We have to recognize that and recognize that freedom. We have to seek the freedom and we've talked about this before too. Mm-hmm. But I, the one thing that, that I've been learning from it is how does that work? because you know like in both of you I have seen both of you experience that freedom and so how does that work how does that walk well this book pretty well lays it out for people which is what I wanted to bring up like I'm not plugging this guy's book there's you know you know you can learn a lot about this but this guy breaks it down and it's like okay this is pretty good
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: and it and it, and it's a great one of one of many tools mm-hmm. that you can use along with the book to walk yourself into freedom, with the power of the you know, with the Holy Spirit, and right. with your and with your faith and your belief in Jesus, and it's a great it's a great thing. And I think that more and more people need to realize number one realize hey, we have an enemy that wants to kill, destroy, yes. you know, right. and and they're coming after us whether we want to admit it or not. We we yeah, battle these true. spiritual battles but here's how you can defeat a lot of that that you don't even know that you necessarily have in you but you can defeat it mm-hmm. and that's the mm-hmm. that's the uplifting part yeah so yeah. and 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 even if you know one of these guys aren't your pastor you know whatever you don't have interaction with one of these guys talk to your pastor about it pray about it and look into this book it's called what bondage
0: breaker bondage breaker by neil anderson
1: neil anderson yeah mm-hmm. and just read it with an with and pray about it. Read about it with an open mind, because yeah. Yeah. a lot of people walk around in bondage and don't realize it.
0: Before I read it, I didn't realize.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean,
0: I knew a lot of things, but there were I come across these things. And I'm like, oh wow, I never thought of that, and it makes so much sense when you read it. Yeah, it, I mean, it's it's very logical uh, and very common sense, really, mm-hmm. when you read it. And you just go through what he guides you through and Changes your life
1: yeah
2: I think one of the great things about it, Chad, you were bringing it up too, is that it's, it's personal and, and you know and, and oftentimes you know we read about this in, in, in the scriptures and all and, and most Christians, when, when we talk about spiritual warfare and you bring up the Bible, then they start talking about well Jesus casting out demons and, mm-hmm. and those kinds mm-hmm. of different things mm-hmm. too. And, and all of a sudden, they're like, well, I don't know if I can do that mm-hmm. well, it really isn't about let me put it this way we are our best testing ground and that book does highlight so many areas in our own personal lives mm-hmm. that we realize and see and understand that man i'm in bondage here yeah or i have this battle spiritual yeah. warfare battle that that's going on in me yeah. right and then you can take the holy spirit that's been deposited into you and battle what's going on in you mm-hmm. and so you're your own testing ground and your own working ground to watch your faith build and grow and the power of the holy spirit be put on display because freedom does come mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you're all, you're watching it all right here it's mm-hmm. not about though god may have you go do this but it's not about going and finding somebody else to cast demons out of Right. Start at home. Right. Start at home. And that's the building of your faith. That's the understanding and recognizing more fully the power of the Holy Spirit that lives in you. Mm -hmm. And then you're doing it with you. And then you're starting to see because the Holy Spirit will open up your eyes to other people. Mm -hmm. And then it's just that progression of growth and maturity and deepening your own faith. Mm -hmm. But it's great to start at home. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It is great to start at home.
1: Yeah, and back. I'm going to combine two points you both made together. So Phil's talking level playing field. Mm-hmm. You know, people. You know, there there might right. be there might be somebody who's been a pastor for 30 years. You know, whatever pastor, whatever walking this walk for a long time. Both of you, and then there um, there might be somebody brand new. You know, relatively yeah. new. Mm-hmm. You know, like, sure. like could be like me. But you know, like you said, you you said people question. You know, wow, Jesus cast out you know, evil spirits Mm -hmm. from people. I I don't think I could ever do that. Well, it's not about what we think we can do, it's about what God wants to do through us. Yeah. But it's a level playing field. It is. Because once we uh, have the Holy Spirit in us and we believe in Jesus, we're in that level playing field. Yes. Now, some people are more, you know, experienced and more read and versed in the Word and all that sort of thing. There's no question. But it's a level playing field and if god wants to use somebody he's going to use them
2: yes absolutely
1: you know there was a podcast i think you'd shared with me uh or not a podcast but it was like this interview that was on youtube and it was these young two young
0: pastors oh yeah yeah that
1: vlad vlad
0: vlad soft or something like that. yeah
1: and there was another guy isaiah I, or isaiah something and they were talking about it and they said that they were just they were brand new they had just accepted you know jesus And they were but they were starting to do this Mm -hmm. and they didn't even really know what they were doing, but Mm -hmm. they felt led to do it. And I was just like, wow, like that's crazy that, you know, they and they were like casting spirits out and stuff like that. And they didn't even really quite know what they were doing. But God was working in them where they were, and I, I, that was kind of mind That's blowing awesome. to me. But level playing field, yeah, right. You know, it really
0: is. because God was doing the work, not them, right? Yes. So it doesn't matter what yeah. level you're at or your perceived level you're at. You're on the same playing field as everybody else who's doing it.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I've been very guilty of trying to like force myself to some kind of you know education and yeah. learning stuff and stuff. Like I've 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 pushed that rope. I'm guilty of that. <laughs> Yeah. And, and it's, that's not the way it works. We just have to read the book, you know, be in, be in touch with the Holy Spirit, talk to God, have the relationship, and just be patient and wait for Him. Mm-hmm.
2: And follow His lead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that's, yeah. That's all we're doing is following His lead and what He wants to do. And, you know, I go back to the submission and the surrender. Mm-hmm. The, the, those things, um, you know, and being humbled before the Lord, you know, being low before Him. And just listening and trusting him, obeying, stepping out and doing what he's put on your heart to do and leaving the results and everything else up to him. Mm-hmm. It's not about right. It's not about what you say. It's not about how you say it. It's not about how you hold your hand or how hard you hit somebody in the forehead or anything like that. Right. It's just about being obedient yeah. right. and letting him do the work because mm-hmm. that's what's happening. He's putting himself on display. We're, yeah. we're just these people platforms, which I've used before, but we're these platforms for him to show himself and to allow his glory to be seen so that those whom he created, loved, and sent his son to die for Mm. will accept him, Yeah, and that's it.
0: That's what the whole Bible is about, is is. God putting himself on display. Mm -hmm. It is. That's right. Everything about it. It's not about these names that we find, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Moses, David. It's not about them. It's about God working through them and Mm -hmm. he can work through any of us Mm -hmm. and put himself on display. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We just can't put ourself on display or he'll stop us, he'll pull us right back.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a good book, Uh, Bondage Breaker by Neil Anderson, Mm -hmm. highly recommend it.
1: Yeah. And there's a lot of other ones. I mean, I'm not just plugging that one, but this one's pretty good because at the end it it walks you through it. (laughs) It just—it's kind of like—and—and and the mind-blowing thing that a lot of people don't realize, there's a lot of things that are seemingly innocent that yes. are anything
0: but. Yes, that's exactly what I was saying.
1: I mean, right. you know, I mean horoscopes and, mm-hmm. you know, all the 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 uh, the psychics and the tarot cards and there's so many other things and there's, it's all listed right in there, mm-hmm. you and know. If, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I, I see so much that you know, like on my Facebook thing this morning, my Facebook. Feed what, is that what they call it? Yeah. Your pay your, the thing that you your, your feed. Somebody had put something and they, they said, you know, and they, they showed like this, um, this thing that they were like worshiping, and it was like a statue of, a, of an animal and it had beads and stuff, and I'm like, wow. <laughs> but they don't realize, you know, yeah. it's a thing that they felt brought peace to them, and it's yeah. kind of like uh, Christians use this term, new age, you know, the new age mm-hmm. thing, and and stuff like that, and it's even like meditation, hypnosis, yoga, and stuff like that, and stuff like that that's just, you know, I was never associated like yoga with like, well most guess what, don't. yeah, it's a seemingly innocent stretching thing, whatever, mm-hmm. and and pretty soon you learn about this stuff and it's like, wow, like this isn't good. Right. But most people don't realize, and, and that's difficult, it's because it's like, how do you make that connection?
0: Well, when God makes that connection for you, you start to see it more often. Yeah. OK, so for example, I you know I didn't know. I knew horoscopes were bad because someone told me that years ago. Yeah. So I tried to avoid that. But there was a time I had a salt lamp in my home mm-hmm. because someone told me it calms you, it, it relieves anxiety because of the they went through the whole process of the chemicals that are coming in, you're breathing in and I'm, OK. No, no. If you're, if you're trying to change anything about you with, and excluding God from it, don't do that. Right. Yeah. That's, that opens the door for the demonic to come in and affect you in ways that you'll never understand. Right. And when I, I didn't read anything about a salt lamp, I just simply said, wait a minute, because God had made the, connected the dots. And I said, okay, this thing, it's got to go now mm-hmm. because, and it went in a dumpster right away because this thing, I'm looking to that instead of to God. Yeah. So once you make that connection, that initial yeah. connection, God is working in you and you're, and you're open to seeing it. Then you start saying, oh, wait a minute, you know, dangling a, a needle over a, a pregnant lady's abdomen to see if it's a boy or a girl. That's not good. Yeah. That's opening the door for the enemy because that's not including God to find out if it's a boy or a girl. That's it using something else so those things start to come out when you make this connection and it's all god working through you teaching you because you have opened the door to let him work in you yeah yeah and now you can't you start to see it so you don't need more books at that point Mm -hmm. you've got god working in you
2: and there again yeah that goes back to jeremiah thirty-three-three. ask me and i will tell you great and mighty things you don't know right and 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 this has just been reverberating in my heart for the last couple weeks and it's all kinds of stuff. I'm like, I don't know what I want for lunch today. God does. I mean, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But just to, to get down to the nitty gritty of things to where oftentimes, because we don't know, and one of the greatest fears of mankind is the fear of the unknown. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And God addresses that, that is head so true. on in his word mm-hmm. to tell us, talk to him about the unknown. Yeah talk to him about the unknown but we go to all kinds of things yeah Mm -hmm. we do Mm -hmm. pizza right i mean that we we do we find these places of comfort yeah and it can be a number of different things because something has brought us angst Mm -hmm. we have we have embraced the anxiousness of of the enemy which is a spiritual war yeah and we've embraced those things but god is right out of the gates he's telling us come to me and talk to me about those things that you don't know Mm -hmm. because i will bring you peace and not anxiety Mm -hmm. i will bring you order and not chaos. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, just it's it's there. If you don't know, talk to him about it because right. he wants in every part of your life so that he's in every, so that your relationship with him mm-hmm. is saturated mm-hmm. with who he is. And
0: yeah. I was just gonna say, that's what it's doing is it's helping build that relationship. Right. Yeah, it's exactly and, right. So if you've got a salt lamp or if you eat pizza or <laughs> we're not trying to tell you don't do these things, okay? <laughs> that's right. What I'm saying is go to God with it and let yes. God be the one to say, yeah, mm-hmm. maybe it's time to get rid of that salt lamp. Or, you know, maybe we instead of pizza, let's try, you know, and broccoli. I'm not going to tell you what to eat because I probably wouldn't want to <laughs> eat, what was that? Broccoli. <laughs> broccoli. <laughs> I actually like broccoli, though. Yeah,
1: <laughs> me too. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, I mean, let God work Phil with you. Out. Don't don't say, well, <laughs> Phil, Chad and Ian said that we have to do this. No, no. let God it's, be the one to say.
2: That's the point. You're yeah. exactly right, Phil. Yeah. That's the point is, is to is to. Use every opportunity to build your relationship with him. Yeah. Use every opportunity. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, I, you know, that takes you. So the, So the measuring stick is, are you going to God or yes. are you going to something? Yes. Okay. That's it. So that takes us to idolatry. Mm-hmm. You know, because you read this book and it says, oh, you know, they built these temp- these uh, the poles like astral pole, poles, yes. or they did, they built this uh, what like a some sort of calf or something, and I, I don't remember all that stuff, but they built animals and they were worshiping mm-hmm. animals, mm-hmm. okay. And we sit and we laugh and like, who would do that? And we'd sit right. and laugh about it because I <laughs> used to do this. I'm guilty. I'd think, who in the world is going to build a calf and worship it? Okay, well, guess why? In today's modern world, you know what it can be. It could be anything. It could be a bottle of diet Mountain Dew. Yeah, guilty. It could be a bag of Doritos. (laughs) Guilty. uh, Shameful. And I'm not going to tell Phil what Phil's is. (laughs) I'll let Phil spill his own beans. But oh, there's a number of them. (laughs) Computer video games.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's one. (laughs) But. I was thinking more candy, but okay. Okay, well (laughs) We'll now go with that. Go ahead, go ahead. Just spill it. (laughs) See, I told you there was a list. (laughs) Yeah,
1: but but the idolatry—it can be. It'll sneak right up on you. Oh yeah, because you know, like when I'd get nervous about something and anxious, what would I do? I would turn to that comfort food. Mm -hmm, You know exactly. And and for me, I've battled my whole life with food and gluttony problems. Okay, so for me, it was food, and I love food more than I love Jesus. Yeah. And it snuck up on me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it does. And that's the thing that you realize is you wake up one day. And it's like, man, I love this more than I love Jesus. Yeah. And whatever this is, you know. Yeah.
2: Every one of us has, honestly, you know, to, to get right down to it, every one of us has to define that. Mm-hmm. What is your it? Yeah. And, and compare it to your passion and your desire for the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. And, and if you find it out of balance, you know what? ask for forgiveness and move on. Yeah. yeah, yeah, ask for forgiveness and move on.
1: Right, because you don't have to give up that thing, you know, like if if your thing is like Snickers bars, you know, like if the, those TV commercials were like Betty White, you know, <laughs> whatever. But you know, like you don't have to give up Snickers bars the rest of your life, but you just gotta put it in its rightful place. Yes, You right. know, like, okay, that Snicker bar is not gonna save me, you know, like mm-hmm. Snicker bar is not my way to salvation. It's not gonna relieve your to, stress. Yes, it's not going to really fix any problems.
2: Yeah, that's not the answer.
1: Right. So what will? Mm -hmm. God will. Exactly. You know, so that's an important thing. Like you don't have to throw away all snicker bars for the rest of your life, but you have to realize, okay, you got to put it all in perspective, Mm -hmm. you know. And it's funny, like I, I've done that. I thought I've I've been consciously thinking about that lately. Like, man, is this thing more important than God? Okay, if if I feel like it's there,
2: yeah. sh- I'm
1: gonna I'm gonna take that down a notch. Mm-hmm.
2: And, and in that process, it's okay to ask him to help you right do that. Yeah, because yeah. it's yeah. not the performance. Right, right. It's right. Not, okay, well, Phil, you're on your own. Good luck with the candy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it really isn't, and and that's. Admitting those things to the Lord, that okay, look, you know, God, I'm out of balance here. Yeah. Help me get into balance, right? Lead me, instruct me, yeah. Um, give me the strength to be obedient, you mm-hmm. know, all of those different things. You know, it, it's ask Him for help because He wants that for you, yeah, mm-hmm. and He wants that deeper relationship. And then when we see those successes, then our faith grows, Mm -hmm. our relationship with him deepens. Mm -hmm. It's all of the positive Mm -hmm. that's going to help you in your next season, in your next day, all of those different things. You can't lose.
0: Absolutely.
1: I heard a cool saying the other day that I wanted to share with you guys. Kathy's friends, Kathy is in a a big Bible study group. And one of her friends in that Bible study group said, we live in a microwave world but we serve a Crock-Pot God.
0: Mm. Oh, that's good. I,
1: I was like, man, when she said that, because Kathy is like, I call her the Crock-Pot Queen. <laughs> Kathy loves to cook with the Crock-Pot. But um, it was funny because we were both like, wow, that's really cool. And it makes so much sense because, you know, yes. God loves to build things you know now he can work he can work just like that right but god usually likes to walk you through a process and build things up and a in a process in a timely manner and not just boom hit it on superpower for 10 seconds and nuke it right right you know
0: and you know jesus showed that too Mm. he said don't tell people what i've done for you Mm -hmm. not because he didn't want people to know it's because he didn't want that like you said the microwave Yeah, you know, he wanted. I'm going to do this miracle. I'm going to do this miracle. I'm going to build up. And finally, when it got to the point where he was about to be crucified, he said, "Have you not seen what I've done?" He, you know, he kind of listed like, "I did this, and the the lame are walking, the blind are seeing." He showed his resume. He, but it built over three and a half years. Yeah, it wasn't just here I am today. Let's do some miracles. I'm dying tomorrow. It was a build up Mm -hmm. because that build up helped everyone come to Him and know mm-hmm. Him and build that relationship with God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's why it's a build-up. That's why it's a crock-pot and not a yeah. 10 seconds in the microwave. I yes. love that analogy. That's yeah. good. I mean, yeah.
2: man, I, I, I'm all more. I'm a whole lot more about pot roast and potatoes and carrots than I am ramen noodles in the microwave. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we all are. You're, yeah. It's just like there's an appreciation yeah. for those things that take time.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ramen noodles is on my list.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Old Phil's getting exposed tonight. Yeah, right? yeah. I just realized that one. <laughs> <you said> that. <laughs> that's right.
0: I love the way God works, though. Yeah, but I you're know. still humble, know. <laughs> you know? It, it
1: wasn't filet mignon. <laughs> it was True. ramen noodles. Right. <laughs> True. That's great. That's
0: funny. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. Well, guys, you know, there's no clock in here.
1: Well, we'll, oh, just, we'll yes, just start. But I was yes, watching is. the watch. Uh, uh, yeah, the, <laughs> yep, fancy, the fancy Apple there's watch. We
0: time. are out of time.
1: Of so. course we are.
0: <laughs> we just get warmed up. I know. I really enjoyed this, though. Yeah, oh, this was cool. cool. This me too. Format, yeah. This layout, it worked out pretty well. Okay. Yeah, it wouldn't be nice if we had an audience, too, and wow. we could. Uh, you know, take questions. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Have,
1: have crowd interaction. Yeah. Well, we might have to start doing that. We might yeah.
2: Yeah. I'm afraid of people yeah yeah Oh, Oh, there's a thought figure yeah i like that yep
1: i have one last thing to say
0: yeah
1: don't limit god oh
0: and if it's god and if it's if it's
1: in the book don't discount it yeah Mm -hmm. he's going to do stuff we're going to see big stuff in big ways yes
0: and you know if you don't understand it and it's in there you don't understand it because there's things in here i don't understand yet and I just take it and I say, God, I don't understand this. And I know that in time, God will bring it to me and help me understand it. Absolutely. Maybe 90%. not right away, but He'll bring it to me. Mm-hmm. I yes. might have to read it again or I might hear something. And mm-hmm. He'll bring it to you. He will. He will.
2: It's a promise. Yeah. It's a promise.
1: And usually it involves Bible time. You can yeah. trust Him. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: It does often involve Bible time. <laughs> True. That's great. That's yeah, right. but don't awesome. limit God. I like that. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah because you know, I, I feel like a lot of people do. Well, I just don't know, because it goes back to what you guys said, yeah. you know, Jesus cast out demons, and, and guess what? We can too. Yeah. yeah. If, if, you know, the church is going to get to that level, because the church has not been doing what the church has been doing for right. the last right. however long. It, it, we're going to be doing it. Mm-hmm. It says it in there, and it's a promise. That's right. And we have to prepare ourselves and our relationships, cast out the junk, get rid of our bondages, do all the stuff we talked about here tonight Mm -hmm. and be ready to serve, to serve.
2: Jesus did those things to give us an example, not to show us what we
0: can't do.
1: Right. Right. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yep.
0: Yeah. All right, well, thank you guys. It was, this was good. Yeah. Yeah, It's been a great time. Thank you for joining us. Yeah. 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 We'll we'll see you again next week.
2: Have a great evening. Blessings.